I'm Martin. And I'm Martin. And you're listening to The, the Big Gay, Gay Bucket, Bucket List. Usually this is where James and Stephen will tell you about their experiences in various facets of gay life. But today I'm turning the microphones on them. <laughs> the lads are busy putting the kettle on, so we're going to have a co-host catch up. So, James, what have you been up to? Oh, um, oh, God, this is this is annoying because uh, obviously we can, there's a, there's a big thing I would like to talk about, but I can't. Oh, <laughs> but so I um. I, I, mysterious. I was mysterious. Mysterious. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was, I haven't had a particularly adventurous or exciting week. So I was catching up on some television and I watched that Jade Goody documentary. Um, and so it's, it's a, fir- it's the first part of, it's the first part of a, a three-parter, uh, on channel four. It's, it's on the, the 4D as well. And you just forget like you just forget like how badly people treated those like you just from that like early days of reality tv to where it is now you just sort of it, it's mad how how different it's gone it's become so much more slick and controlled and like it was such a sad documentary because she was such like an energetic and seemed like just like a genuine person um and she went through the mill with the way like she was treated initially in the big brother house with the reaction in the press people were like oh she's a pig oh she's this she's that and it's like get jade out we hate her and then she that was, was when she came back on, is it? No, so initially, very first when she went into the house, oh, the first I time. I can't really remember much. There was, <gasps> oh, there that was my favourite season. Yeah, oh no, it was the best. Mm. That cast was brilliant. You meant Alex, gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I forgot who gorgeous, yeah. Alex Sibley. Um, but no, so he, so she, yeah, she went into the house and, and the press were like absolutely, you know, there, there was that, that period, that kind of Chavez period where you had like Kerry Katona and Jordan going around as well and she was kind of like per, per, personified that sort of thing and she got such a bad reaction in the press and then like, when she came out, she finally had shown her vulnerability and people were really, really warming to her. And the first, I, I've only seen the first part of it now and it focused very much on that journey from where she kind of went into the Big Brother house and it went into her backstory and about how her parents were like, her father was a pimp and her dad, her, her mother was a like a, a crack addict and, and she was like really fighting to kind of get away out of this. And you just, she's such a sympathetic character and obviously the, the, the next two episodes will come on, they'll deal with them with the, 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 the second time when she went to the celebrity Big Brother with her, with her family and the whole like racist fallout from that. And then I suppose bit more about her legacy and and it was just really sad because there's a bit the, the very first scene of it is her just in a helicopter on her way to get married and like she her head's bald because she's obviously you know final stages of dying from cervical cancer and it's just it's just really tragic the the sort of life the life she had and she was really dealt such a bad hand and then she'd managed to do so well for herself and then to be hit both with the th- the the problem of her own making with the the racist behavior on on, on mm-hmm. brother, and then you know to find out that that she had cerebral cancer as well but it was it was very interesting because you forget that reality tv has moved on to su- it's become such a yeah, I suppose, you forget how innocent it was yeah i suppose you saying that um i'd sort of forgotten i i always remember when uh do you remember nadia who won it the year after or two years afterwards yeah. was a, a transgender woman yeah but i always remember the, the headlines when they found out in the mirror or the sun or one of the rags in in the uk was a uh, portuguese or nadia and oh, like yeah if, if somebody done that now yeah like you're only talking 10 years 10 15 years yeah. ago short years ago and if you've done that now the, the media would be red completely. But the, 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 and people there's people the, the sort of depressing thing is that there's people out there who kind of would look like oh it's political correctness gone mad you know we should be able to say and like have it, it's only a joke but it's like no it's, it's about respecting people yeah because even with the like the some of the clips in that show were were kind of of how say like Graham Norton at the time used to do this impression of her and kind of Jonathan Ross kind of like saying like oh men want to shag her brains in she's a real thicko like it was real horrible like real it was just real mean spirited uh, behaviour and I felt I felt very sorry for her and I I, I welled up so I'd advise listener I advise you to watch it well she'd done alright I know at at the end she had an awful demise but um well, I suppose her campaign yeah. at the start and stuff when when she did die was fantastic as well. So no, absolutely. Like that that part of her legacy was obviously that upswing in in, in, in people getting the, the smear tests for the, the cervical cancer and probably that did that did save lives. But mm. I mean, you, you feel I think it's it's so easy to forget that um, there's a person at the heart of these kind of social media shamings and internet shamings and kind of you know when such such a person is cancelled and everyone kind of rails on them you forget that there's a person that's being impacted by that that's fair fair Uh, point but yeah anyway I'd advise to watch it I definitely will I'll put it on my list to do list of things to do how long is that list (sighs) 
very, at this stage. Uh, yeah. The list of things that I've advised you do that's uh, do, do you actually do, do you actually keep a list or is it just again a list? No, I generally have like um, the notepad on my phone. I'd stick like somebody says, "Oh, watch this or do this." Or I've seen this meme recently, and it just reminded me of someone I know. It's like, uh, "Oh, you haven't seen that movie?" He's like, "Oh yeah, lad, it's the list, the list that doesn't exist." Yeah, <laughs> I do have a proper list, genuinely. Um, I got mocked for my um for my list keeping at one point by you guys. You did, but yeah, then I deserved it. Right <laughs> <laughs> well, to the point. Jonathan Ross isn't saying nothing about you, so you're fine. Nah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when you're going to get your stint on the restaurant. Yeah, if, if that's it. Celebrity <laughs> chef. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity banished door. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Ireland's fittest family. Oh, wow. <laughs> we should go on that, the three of us. We definitely yeah. should. We should, for sure, not the banished I door. I did right actually. Um, so I was in um, Liffey Valley today and I did weigh myself in boots and I got quite a shock, so. Which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it needs to put a fire oh, up my ass. Did the, did the wing scale say, ouch? <laughs> <laughs> no, they said, get out. Sorry, ouch, that's, that's, ouch. One of those, that's one of those like bad cartoons from like tabloids where like the person stands on the, the weighing scales and it goes, ouch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a really geeky thing, but I recently bought um, a Bluetooth weighing scales, like a sale on Amazon. And it like Ooh. reads into an app on my phone. It gives me all the details, like my body water and all the shit. I don't know how it tells but uh, yeah, you no, feel uh, wet today. And I've started like this seems like you know overboard, but it's more so just to see it for a month. I've started weighing myself every morning. You can see the graph of yeah, your weight like fluctuating. Yeah, so I did. I seen a really good article from a dietitian that was like, um, try not to weigh yourself too much because the amount of yeah. water you carry and just different yeah. days of the week. It's incredible. Yeah. Oh, but uh, in counter to that, I remember reading an article where this guy had basically didn't have apps at the time, but was using like an Excel spreadsheet, weighed himself every morning and just kept an eye on his weight. And that yeah. subconsciously brought his weight down because he was aware wow. of it every day. Weirdly, um, when I when I was coming back from Canada, myself and my friend went for a two-week holiday in, in Cuba. Um, and one of the things we did with there was we went to Ernest Hemingway's house. And he was like, he, I think towards the end of his life, he, he had like issues with diabetes and stuff. And it's weird. So you aren't able to go into the house, but you can you can see in the different windows and through the window that goes into the bathroom, you can see that he had like beside his weighing scales on the wall, he would write his weight every day. Oh, yeah. So there was just like rows and rows and rows of like the different weights, whatever. They were going up or down. I couldn't tell. It was too far oh. away. And right. It was very, very warm. If only he had Bluetooth. If only had Bluetooth. That's yeah. it. Back in those days. Much different world. Yeah. <laughs> what you get up to, Stephen? Um, not the much. So we had um, a friend's thirtieth party. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Um, so we went to his thirtieth birthday in the hottest venue. And when I say hottest, no disrespect to you, uh, the thirtieth birthday boy, but um, it was extreme heat. Yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not not pH or yeah yeah yeah. I was going to say fat. It was a hot venue. It was ridiculously warm. It really was. Um, but do you know what I think that's because he underestimated how popular he was I completely agree and um, it was torrential oh. rain <laughs> sorry I missed it <laughs> but yeah so we just had a, a, I had a one of those nights where I went out and um, yeah. made a conscious decision after my first drink to get absolutely hammered I no, I was there when you arrived and I was I was I was being good because I had plans the next day so I was um, so I was I only had a couple well I only meant to have a couple I had a couple more than I wanted to but you you still you, left timely I did I want I was I left before 10 I think yeah yeah you uh, but no I I knew from you the second you your first drink arrived at the table I was like oh he's out for the night he's on that yeah <laughs> uh, so then I left the 30th and I met up with a, a really good uh, girlfriend of mine who happened to be out with a couple of directors of my company oh, oh lovely so great first impression to make well <laughs> Yeah, I suppose like, a couple of apologies probably to do, but uh, no, that was kind of fun. One to day see. it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stephen's fun. doing the podcast full time now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, luckily I'm in a separate office, so I'm sure uh, I'm sure they've completely yeah. forgotten about me. But, I'm sure. Uh, I'm, think, I'm sure they think you're great. Yeah, he's a great crack. Most people do. Yeah, life and soul. <laughs> but that's all I've done. Um, and then uh, the, yeah, so absolutely died of hangover completely and utterly. Vomited yeah, all day yeah. long. Though I, I, I know you were you were blaming the idea of a, the, that mystical bad pint. I was. And I'm, I'm going to say that I, I agreed perhaps because I felt pretty rough yesterday and I think more rough than I deserved for the, the amount I had to drink. Yes, um, maybe we did. And if you pint. That's it. Hmm. Hmm. We or maybe you just had one too many. <laughs> well, no, because I, 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 had, I, I hadn't enough, I feel, to, to, to merit how, how poorly I did feel. Though, point of note... 
I went to the gym with my hangover to help me get rid of it. Mm. So, oh. so I wasn't lying when I said that. Oh. Did you take photos? Uh, no, I didn't. No. I, I went to the gym too. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. But yeah, that's all I've done. I had a fabulous night. Vomiting is a great ab workout. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Funny you had the weighing scales to see how much you lost. Oh, well, I, yeah. Weighing scales today, that was awful. Awful. But anyway, that's all I've done. So guys, um, <coughs> it's weird interviewing you boys. Um, yeah, I feel under attack. Yeah. I feel sort of like the pressure's off. You know, I can just sit back. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah. well, as long as you don't shout into the mic, that's fine. Um, so yeah, like I mean, deep diving back over the episodes and and thinking about what I was going to ask you, like you pretty much bear your souls as it is. So there's not a whole lot. And a p- plus the producer head, I don't want to take future content away. Mm. So I'm more so coming at it from a uh, point of view of your highlights from the pod. So James, we'll start with you. Is there anything from the pod? I know we've just done like a year episode where we already had a love in. <laughs> what was your favorite moment? Oh my God. See, if I'd realized that there was going to be work. Well, better off the hop, you off, know? On, on the hop. Off so the so when, you, when you say highlights, do you mean, does it have to have been something that was recorded content? Can it have been something from beyond, like outside of it? Or? Yeah, just something that came from the podcast. So we're, we're a year into the podcast now. Um, something um, that came from the podcast that wouldn't have been there otherwise. So I think that for me, the highlight has been, um, and keep this anonymous, there was an, a person contacted us. Uh, in response to hearing some of our episodes and talking about our connections to the Emerald Warriors, and they contacted us, saying that they they wanted to um, that they would like to to get involved. And we, well, Stephen was on the committee at the time, so we I put him in touch with with Stephen, and then he has gone on and it, like really seems to like he he's flying it and having a great time in in the club and sort of seeing knowing that we had a small part to play in that way, I think was was definitely a highlight for me. Like that was something that made me feel great, like as if. You know, it's a tangible thing. Of, yeah. Because I could say, yeah, oh, it's great if like people send a message and say we love it, or like, yo, I, I told a really funny story about this. But I think that's a really tangible thing. You can be like, that was a, a brilliant thing for us to have been able to hopefully to, to give him something that he's he he's a sort of dynamic person who would have probably done it on his own anyway. But it was nice to feel like we had a small part. Yeah, push in, in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah. What about you, Sue? Um, probably buying my iPad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so glad we had that influence. <laughs> Um, I suppose like it, what James mentioned is it it, it was um, it was a very special moment. So when me and James at Pride, uh, this particular individual did come up to us and say that actively um, we were sort of the reason why he was there and why he had um, a massive group of friends. So I definitely that was that was fantastic. Um, but I suppose this is kind of it's kind of a selfish thing too. Um, I would have been quite intimidated by the scene or by particular drag queens on the Dublin scene. Uh, so being able to interview Victoria and Davina and sort of feel now like I'm yeah. one of their friends or such, or, or like... In Just a, making connections. Pretty they, much. They're friends of the pod. Friends of the pod. Friends of the pod, yeah. <laughs> but even it's, it's really nice, like somebody that I was intimidated by because of um, because of their craft and how good they were at it. Um, and to see them on Night It Now and for them even to give you like a, a wave and stuff, it's really nice. It's quite humbling as well. Yeah, that's mm, yeah. cool. Do you have any stories of things you've said on the podcast that's come back to bite you in real life? Oh, yeah, I do. You have a lot. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I told a particular story about how I used to work from home and have uh, that during a few times where I was like working from home that that I had 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 hookups and then I was a story. Oh, I think it was like a co. It was either coast catch or something. I can't remember what it was. Or it was a, where I was getting like a nod. There was like a guy that was sitting outside smoking. I told a funny story because he had seen me like you know uh, one or two times letting people out at lunchtime when I'd been working from home. Um, and now, you know, I've been using my lunchtime for these activities and I've been doing all my work. So let's just, let's just draw a line into that. But uh, <laughs> certainly because the girls in the office listen uh, to the podcast, now anytime I'm working from home, um, I'm getting quite a lot of raised eyebrows and sort of chuckles. Uh, right. <laughs> so, you're looking, yeah. Yeah. You're looking in fairness, so in fairness to you, you've been quite open bearing all, and I like I couldn't say that I did the same. <laughs> yeah. the I, I think can. James definitely is is an awful lot more open. Even like certainly, I suppose, yeah, I've I've shared an awful lot of my uh, my stories too. But James has really gone there. 
You've held a little <laughs> bit back for yourself. I, I suppose it's self-preservation at the start. I, I like I didn't, um, but I suppose as you sort of get, as you, as you realise that there's more and more people listening, yeah. I suppose I have modified well, no, my I, tone. At, at I, I, I would say that I'm very, very open with sharing kind of what I would consider funny or embarrassing stories. But when it comes to more sincere stuff or real emotional stuff, I I do hold back more. And I think kind of with like say the mental health episode or the heartbreak episode, you were like you uh, the opposite. Yeah, you were kind of were more, very more open about, yeah, that, about that side yeah. of yourself. So I suppose it's, you know... I suppose, if, like, yeah, if it's a real story rather than a made-up one like James. <laughs> <laughs> I never make up any of my stories. Oh, I know you don't. <laughs> I it, wish I did. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> I wish you did too sometimes. It is a terrible thing that, like, we, we can't uh, talk honestly and openly as friends sometimes because we have to keep yeah. it for the pot. No, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, like, we were, we, were, we were driving over to, to do the recording today and there was, like... In silence. <laughs> like, more pretty or less. Much. Yeah, pretty much. Because it was, There's like... There's things we have to, like, we have to be careful about ruining and... <laughs> yeah, holding it all back. Yeah. So, guys, one of the episodes we done was the um, the Big Gay Book list, list itself. And at the time, we, um, we went through and we talked about different things we'd done and we calculated up who was the biggest gay at the time. Is there anything you've checked off the bucket list since that episode? Two things. Literally one thing. I was actually devastated when you uh, when you asked us to do a little bit of prep for that and I went back on the list and realised it was only one thing and it was something so so tiny and small um, was going to a drag brunch, which was, was fabulous, was but that's brunch. it. Yeah. yeah, That's all I've done. Um, I had I, only done two as well. I thought I'd do way more. Yeah, I what yeah. they were. I, I did two. Um, one was go on a proper blind date, but... Um, we'll talk about that another time. Um, oh, contractually, can't talk about that now. No. <laughs> okay. Um, and there may have been like you know Easter eggs in previous episodes. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe one or two drop tins. But um, but yeah, we'll we'll come back to that subject in a few months. But um, the the other thing I did was embarrassingly go to the border house. Which I had never done before. Oh, oh. let's let's talk about let's that. Talk about that. Yeah. No, yeah, okay, of course we are going to. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, how could I? Okay, so <laughs> my my question always is for people who go to the boiler house: Did you meet anyone you knew? Well, I went with people. I, I oh, this was okay. this was an, you 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 were out this much as well. I was out that much. I so there's a particular individual who I would have a somewhat carnal knowledge, regular kind of carnally. Sometimes, yeah, we'd, we'd meet each other fairly, whatever, regularly. Who is it? No one that we need to, to we can beep. We can beep the name out, it's fine. Um, oh, you can guess who it is. Okay. And do beep that out. Beep, beep, um, beep, beep. Um, Disappointed. But, so we we were in Front Lounge. We'd been pre-drinking in my house and it was great crack. And then we were in, we were in Street 66 and he was there with some Scottish couple and he was chatting to them. And then I went over and said hi to him. And then the one of the Scottish guys who he was there with was like, oh my God, you're gorgeous. And I could tell that the friend of mine was like super into the other guy. Um, and he was like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And I just got like wrapped up. Like I was drunk and like wrapped up in this whole like excitement of the moment. So we did, we did go to the boiler house. And I would say that I had, so you go in, it's it's not a fun or nice experience. Um, I don't ever imagine it could be. I will say, weird, before you tell the story further, I will say on that particular night, I actually told you just to go home. You, and I should have. You should have. I mean, you but to be to fair, to here we are, content developed. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah, no, but I mean, I'm not going to talk about too much more about what actually happened there because really, actually, nothing much did happen. What time was it? So it would have been about, like, midnight or one, maybe. Um, I just have a, an image of the boiler house being wedged at that time of night. It, is, it, w- it was, yeah. So the four of us went it's in mad, there. isn't it? <sighs> go to a fucking nightclub and pick someone up. Yeah. Right, go on, well, no, so, like, the four of us went together to enjoy each other's company so to speak yeah. but then I can't no I mean the rest of the people so. oh yeah um, you're okay but, <laughs> but no so we, we went in, we went in and like I can't remember exactly it was sort of just like it, it was extremely busy and then there was like no sort of rooms available or something and, and then we ended up kind of wandering around and then one of the guys wandered off and then the guy my friend kind of walked off somewhere else and then it was just me and this guy who, who had gone like really overbearing and started like telling me how he, like he didn't he wasn't telling me he loved me but he was very he might have been on something that might get made him freer with his emotions but he kind of got a bit much so I was like <sighs> okay so then I went and I was like okay right I'm gonna go so I had to walk around just to look at the different levels of it and then I went on home I just don't think I could do it. I just don't know. No, no. I'm actually... Maybe know, when I'm on holidays, but not in Dublin. 
you know, I think that it, I'm going to say I went and I've seen it now. I know what it looks like. It's a weird experience. It's a weird place. I always, so like I would often um, be partial to a abracababra every now and again after a night out. So I go into Temple Bar um, and then I have to walk back up either Crane Lane or, or whatever just to go home. Just bring and your abracababra into the boilers. <laughs> yeah, Sit up in the sauna. Oh, <laughs> I'd say I get a lot of friends to be yeah, fair. absolutely would. <laughs> but I've walked past when it's been really busy and there's like active people standing on the street and I just find it a bit weird like ready to walk in and I'm just like oh Stephen, I don't think that that's actually a shortcut for you. I think you're just going down there for the look. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the Phoenix Park is where <laughs> yeah. I go for that. Actually, into the dunes. I've of never. The yeah, I've never. I've never. I've never had a compulsion to go I'd, ever, and I don't think I will. I just no. think it's one of those things I don't no, want like, to do in Dublin. No, I, since so since I went that one time because I suppose it's it's you know you you break the seal. I have thought a couple of times when I've been like drunk and maybe not at my best. Uh, kind of not at my highest sense of making good decisions I've been like oh maybe I'll go and then it's like yeah it's like it's 20 euro yeah it's Jesus, 20 too. euro yeah and all you get is a towel and a condom and a bad smell <laughs> and dysentery <laughs> I, I don't think it's dysentery my love um, an ex of mine we get used to use to the it the GMHS clinic now on Mead Street <laughs> it is Hatesbury Hatesbury Street yeah well, so the, the game and health service has moved oh uh, it's moved yeah, they, they're. Cl- I don't know what they're doing with the new ba- with the Baggage Street building, but they've moved it over to the Primary Health Centre on Hatesbury Street. Hatesbury Street. Yeah, right. isn't it so fucked up? It's great to have that service, but obviously, if you can't make to that service, you have to spend one hundred and twenty euro to get tested. It is. Well, there's there's the guide there's a couple clinic of things. The, there's a guide clinic in the in James as well. So there are options, and also like really awkward options. Yeah, but I mean, also like they're free. So if anything's free, it's going to be a bit more awkward. Mm. Like, I think the mm-hmm. HIV test in Pandy and George is a great yeah, idea. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I suppose I'd feel a bit icky doing it in those places. Which is, like, it's a fantastic thing. And I think I, I applaud people that use it, but I don't think I could. The Games Health Service or the Boiler House? No. <laughs> the, the, H- <laughs> the, the HIV testing in the in Panty or Oh, George. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'll just have a pint and I'll get tested. I just find it a bit strange. Yeah. But I applaud people that use it. No, absolutely. Don't stop using us. Keep using us. So as I mentioned, I've done a deep dive through all our episodes and uh, all will be revealed in a few minutes as to why. But I, outside of that, I have a couple of questions for both of you. Oh, quick fire? Particularly, no, not quick fire. Oh. Particularly that... Um, Long fire. <laughs> stood out to me, you know. Um, well, actually, this is kind of... This isn't from an episode, but I'm really... Everybody wants to get your opinion on the latest meme trend, James. How do you feel about the number neighbor... What? You haven't heard? Surely, Stephen, you've seen the number neighbor thing, have you? I have seen the number neighbor thing. So people are texting the the people whose number is one digit above or below them and introducing themselves to them. How does that make you feel? <laughs> For the purpose of the listener, James is rolling his eyes intently. No. <laughs> I've seen a really gorgeous one during I, the week. No. Yeah. So oh, no, one. some rando texts you out of the blue and it's like... Hey. <laughs> well, it's not that random. They're your well, number actually, neighbor. Now I'm going to have a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was making eye contact, girl. <laughs> so, um, not a number neighbor story, but a catfish episode. Uh, I just this weekend gone. So, as I said, I had left the um, the, and this is this is a public shaming. I'm not going to in, in, the people who who did this listen, so they know, oh, they know, they know um, that that it was that it wasn't acceptable. So, um, I left the the, the party early. Uh, on on Friday, I went home, and when I arrived home, my McDonald's was en route. Um, the he was looking forward to it all night. <laughs> oh, did you tip this it. time? Um, I actually did. Okay, great. Like two euro. See, I listened to the episode yeah. I wasn't on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, you can do it on the app, if you order, you can yeah, say. No, you oh, I don't ever do it. It, um, take, it takes an hour for them to get it. Give it to the cash. Oh, okay. Um, but so I arrived home and I got a phone call. I got a phone. I got a message from um, a number I didn't recognise. And um, where are we now? And it was the not from your number neighbor. Not from my number neighbor. So it was the number. It had a black. So you know, on WhatsApp, you can see the image and you can see the thing, you, and you can kind of it sometimes it suggests the name of the person it might be. Yep. So uh, they had changed it to just a black image, and they had changed the name that showed up on the other end to Gay Male Tube. 
um, as the default name. Which also might have been their giveaway that they used that site. Well, I mean, that's, I think. Perfect. But anyway, they, they started texting me saying that they had been sent uh, compromising photographs and videos of me and had been told that I was up for a ride and would I be interested in meeting them. And I was furious, obviously, because I sort of half of, I realized that I, I didn't know whether to take this seriously or not. So I was like, this is fucking like, I, I'm in a rage. Uh, I rang the guy who they had said had sent them the pictures and left like a five minute voicemail where I'm like, if you've shared pictures or videos that you've made of me without my consent, I'm going to be absolutely furious. Murder. Yeah, so he didn't get back to me. Uh, I sent him a message then as well, being like, I've left you a voicemail. Like, let me know if this was you, if, th- if you did do this. He's actually shaking with rage right now, listening. He's just shaking <laughs> with rage. And I was getting messages where the person was like trying to be like, oh, let's hook up, let's hook up. And I was like, this f- doesn't feel real or right. So I'm going to see if I can get this person to send me a photo so I can figure out who it is or if I can figure out what's going on, if this is true. And so then... Um, they were kind of going back and forth and I got engaged a bit more in sort of being like, okay, yeah, come on, yeah, come on over then. Come on over, come on over and fuck Clever. me. Come on, come on over. And they, um, and then they were like, oh, where are you? Send your address. And I sent the address of Fish Bar. <laughs> 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 um, and then I got a photo back of, 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 of the people who it was. And I was like, okay, right. So you think that this is funny? And I, I, I had a big thing on the following day, so I was really kind of already very anxious. So mm-hmm. it kind of it, it like had extra like ang- levels of anxiety built worked up to me, extra worked up. So I just I like I absolutely like went ballistic at them in response messages, <laughs> um, and basically was like, let's just pretend this didn't happen because I'm too fucking angry to even think about it. And also, how would you like it if you thought that someone had been sending around videos and photos of you to other people just at random, you know, have a bit of cop on and realize how this is going to impact people when you do stuff like this. Um, and they were very apologetic. Um, I bet they were. And I uh, I got over it now, though, so it's fine. But uh, And then I had to send, well, <laughs> I had to send... Clearly send, not. <laughs> I had to send, send a, uh, a, a sort of a really long apology message to the guy who had been implied to have been sending oh, sending messages. Okay. That's what's stuff. worse. It wasn't anything to do with him at all. No, 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 no. So, number neighbor, uh, you're tooting it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I am. A, it's a big toot for me. <laughs> you see the one with uh, Chris Evans, though? I didn't. I seen the one with the dog. See the one with yeah, the dog? I seen the one with the dog. That was cute. That was cute. Chris Evans um, ended up FaceTiming his number neighbor. So there you go. Oh. You could have. Um, uh, you're never going to. Ha- oh. Could be <laughs> somebody connected with like some sort of reality TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Mora from <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love that. Um, oh, I don't watch that show. She is so funny, though. She is brilliant. It um, is a huge thing. I haven't though. watched it either, but she has made her way onto my radar. Yeah. Just on YouTube videos. Or not YouTube, oh. Facebook videos. Yeah, I, no, to be fair, I, I, I only watched two episodes of that season. It was the, the first episode and the finale. Um, she wasn't in the first episode. I thought to, I saw some vid, like I've seen videos on Instagram and, and, and Facebook as well. And that's, I've heard everything from the girls' work, but I've, I I never watched it. It wasn't my thing. Well, it wasn't for me either. So James, um, just referencing back to the New Year's uh, episode, I just want to check in how is your New Year's resolution going to embarrass yourself less on nights out? <laughs> I think I've done okay. Really? Really? I think so. Okay. I'm trying to think of stories since New Year that you haven't. Where I haven't embarrassed myself. No, where you have, where you haven't stuck to your resolution. Um, I feel like I probably have been marginally better, but... <laughs> so, any improvements and improvement. But I also think, you know, for the podcast, it's it's important that I keep developing that content. Yeah, that original we content. We need fresh, fresh mm. content, you know? Fresh fresh to death so Stephen did you ever meet the person that you were screaming at in the car who ended up parking oh in the same God. car park to you I actually have so was, that he, was he in Street 66 one of the <laughs> <laughs> no he wasn't um, so the company I work for has, um, has a lot of offices in Dublin and people generally move around um, within their own team but to different parts and different departments um, so yeah for about a six month assignment he was based completely in our in our building which was fun Mm-hmm. And the night of us ever spoke, we just like would hold doors to each other and just say nothing at all. Yeah. Okay. So right. I haven't, uh, I haven't said, ever said to him, oh, "I'm really sorry." Or... Slam the door in his face. <laughs> yeah, I should. Uh. I just tell my boss. He's actually not a nice person. 
I will say. Mm. Okay. Just from the, the vibe I get from him, he's yeah. not a nice person. We so have that closure, at least. Good, yeah. yeah. And Stephen, people actually want to know, what foods do you eat? Oh God, not an awful lot. So I ever, have you ever seen those lists that come up on Facebook sometimes of like, oh, pick off all the things you've eaten and stuff or won't eat. And yeah, my list just be ridiculously long. Chicken. Chicken. Were you, what happened? Were you, were you traumatized as a child, or so? <laughs> my mother, what she used to do, like my mother, God love her, she just is uh, listened to me when I told her I didn't want to eat stuff. So she used to peel the skin off sausages. Wow! So Fucking I would, hell! I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat the skin on sausages. You so eat the skin on the sausages now. <laughs> it's a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly do, but. Um, I actually, I, for as much as I love my mother, I blame her terribly for the way I am. Uh, I find it really difficult to and try new food. Just, would you not just do it? That's like saying to a crack addict, would you not just stop? No, it's not. It, absol- why isn't it? Tell because me why it's not different. If I put a bowl of pasta in front of you... I would eat that. ...with a bit of tomato sauce on it. You see, I don't do tomato sauce. Well, I see, would you could just eat it. No, I couldn't. You could Why? Because you could fork and eat. Yeah, but I don't well, like I'm it. Not, not I would physically it. throw. My, I would physically throw up. Like, did you know? But what do you mean? Like, I've tried certain stuff before that I just do not like. Okay. Listen. It's not a case that I'm just not eating stuff for the sake of not. Like, Listen. trust me, it'd be an awful lot easier. Lovely. It's full of sugar. Oh my God. File. Anything tomato based, and I actually, my toes curl. Curl? Curl. My toes curl. <laughs> yeah. It's just file. No, sorry. So, lads, okay. The moment we've been waiting for. I've done a <laughs> deep dive over the last few episodes, and I've picked out some questions, and we're going to do. A buzzer round! Yay! <laughs> Snatch game! Um, <laughs> Snatch game. So, is that an iPad? It is an iPad. Imagine that. Do you <laughs> love it? Uh, Are you living? Fingered delicately. <laughs> so, right, you both have devices in front of you where you can press your buzzer. Oh. So, do you want to test them out, James? You go first. Okay, I'm going to bring this closer so I can reach. James goes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stove goes. Stove goes? <laughs> That's what everyone calls me in work, in work. Stove. So. Okay. This is... <coughs> <laughs> right, guys. So I have gone back over <laughs> the episodes. And uh, the majority of these questions are based on a figure. How many times X, right? So um, I will preface this by saying... This only holds to my attention and how many times I actually picked up on things you said because sometimes you bored me. But um, <laughs> So, first question. Fingers on the buzzers. How many dating slash sex slash kissing stories has James told? I'm guessing two per episode, so 54. <laughs> okay. Um, I will offer Stephen a chance to steal. I would say it's less. I'd say it's 39. Lads, you're both over-emphasizing James. Oh. Um, but oh. Stephen takes it. It's 19. Oh. Is that all? That is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aghast. Flapper aghasted. How many... Same question for Stephen. Oh. I'm... Well... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> So I was with this guy last night, and uh, I would say it's quite low. I would say about seven or eight. Do you want to? Do you want to guess, James? Yeah, I am going to guess that he is told ten. James is on the money. Oh, is that all? Yeah, I thought it was a bigger. Yeah. <laughs> How many holiday stories has James told? You're just doing it. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I would say nine. I'm going to say that I've told fifteen. Uh, no, it's five. So, uh, oh. Stephen takes that one. Oh, fuck. I must be winning. I don't have a prize for you, by the way. Um, oh, this is my prize. And Stephen, holiday stories? One. Two. Three. Oh. No. What was the third one? I don't know. Or the second one? Gran Canaria. Holiday in Spain. Manchester. Oh. Yeah. I did do three of them things. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we mentioned being hungover while recording? Oh, God. Oh. 22. I think we can nearly abandon the buzzers at this point. <laughs> I want to take James as well. Yeah. <laughs> 22 is I'm going. Oh, different. God, it's not that much. It's big, but it's not that much. 16. I actually, when I wrote this question, thought it would be bigger. It's uh, four. What? 
We, now, I'm not including the hangover conversation where we talked about hangovers, but just when we mentioned being hungover recording. Oh, okay. So we're actually mostly very me. good. Uh, oh. oh, well, look, some people take it more seriously than others, I guess. <laughs> um, That's where the shade button could have come in. Shade. <laughs> I like this question. How many times has Stephen mentioned Wicklow? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Wicklow. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think like you're going back down to Wicklow, you're partying with Mammy with partying with Mammy Hello. I'm gonna guess seventeen. Oh god, it's more than that. I'm gonna say twenty five. It's thirteen. Oh. Out of twenty seven episodes. Um so James gets that one. Um How many times has Fair City been mentioned? <laughs> Well, Fair City forms part of my coming out story, so dependent on how many times I've told the coming out story, I'm going to say three. I'm going to guess four. Three is correct. Yes! <gasps> See, I do my, hist- my homework, my yeah. history. <laughs> <laughs> how many people died at Stonewall? <laughs> None. Uh, I'm going to give you a point each if you can remember your first coming for living fours. Oh, my living four was moist toilet tissue. Oh my God, I don't know. I literally listened to this episode last week. Uh, oh, it was like a weird mashup story about watching the royal wedding, the like lifetime Correct. version. That's exactly of what it was. Yeah. Um, okay, another number. How many times has the Warriors been mentioned? Oh, oh God. God, too many. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the Warriors podcast. I would say it's close to thir- twenty-five. I'm gonna go with less. I'm gonna say seventeen. Fucking hell, on the money, James again. Can't. Sorry. <laughs> Um, James in one of the episodes and obviously for both of you you can remember this uh, you mentioned a quote you used on your dating profile what was the quote oh oh my god Um, like you wrote it so you should remember (laughs) do you remember I don't remember it's like shake the dice and steal the rice (laughs) (laughs) is it something to do with if you don't have the story no 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 it's not it's not the one about the shame fading Um, oh god I remember because then it was it was I thought it was comedy but people misinterpreted it and um, (laughs) like don't come for me Argentina I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it was you should never have called me a fat ass Kelly oh yes that's right I literally have people, no memory of that. People thought that, that I was a catfish profile. But, and actually, that quote came from the show Catfish. Okay. Now, it's, when you mention catfish, I sort of remember it. Okay. Um, what categories are on James' holiday scoring matrix? <laughs> <laughs> um, they would be... Oh God. I don't care. That's not a real question. Um, <laughs> 75,000. There was five categories. We all know that James misused the hashtag gingerbread. but uh how many hashtags on average does he typically use i'm gonna guess about 10 i would say it's more no it's 10 i'm pretty sure it's 10 isn't it 10 11 it's 12 Stephen. (laughs) well i can't help it i'm just trying to be an influencer (laughs) it's not broken for you i I do think like the the new feature where people can't even see how many likes is fabulous it's great yeah no it is good um who actually had the best food in Manchester? I oh, me? No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Absolutely did. How many nuggets are in the box? I don't know, but I ate them all myself. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't giving them to anybody. And I was... <laughs> I was actively not allowing you no, I near them. Yeah, and I had the most disgusting kebab of my entire life. It was like the... Um, it was like the... the, the, the bread was made out of cardboard it like cracked when you oh. <laughs> to be fair I nearly had my phone stolen whilst eating the nuggets true, so yeah, yeah. I had my comeuppance and um, <laughs> what about the other person drives each other crazy hmm oh god I have so many I'm not even lying <laughs> um, definitely James's use of yeah during podcasts and shouting in the mic yeah. and shouting in the mic yeah, yeah. And um, the way he says because. Because? <laughs> what? You, you, because. <laughs> because? I'm, I don't, Just something I picked up. You say because. <laughs> now Martin won't be able to hear anything else. <laughs> what annoys you about me? Uh, I, sometimes if I, 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 const- so I will construct stories and how I'm going to tell them before so I'll know where I want to hit particular points um, because I'm a natural comedian uh, and sometimes you will jump in 
or oh my god this is the thing that really annoys me when when i <laughs> ask you, for leather. when i ask you a question you don't ask it back to me and i'll only ever have asked you the question because i want you to ask it back to me because that's I all you need to say therapy that's all we need <laughs> to stop saying yeah and because modify your becauseness <laughs> because because so i am going to ask you individually questions from a buzzfeed quiz Okay. Two okay. different BuzzFeed quizzes, one each, and see if you can figure out what the quiz is about. Oh, Does that awesome. makes sense? Love it. So, James, we'll start with you. Pick a holiday destination. South Africa, Spain, Greece, or Rome? I'll go with Greece. Of course you would. <laughs> um, pick one of these dogs. Oh, uh, the little sad-looking French bulldog pug-looking yoke. Okay. Uh, pick a method of transport: plane, bike, car, or train. I'll go with train. I like a nice. Uh, <laughs> James change. on trains. James on trains. <laughs> Did you ever go to Houston Station? Yeah, yeah. Um, get a couple of sandwiches. Pick a pasta type. Pretty sure it's penne. Silly. The, the one there with the 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 pillows. Pasta pillow. Pasta pillows. It'd be handy if they gave me the names so I could actually read them out. Okay, so that's the end of that quiz. It was quite short. Um, what do you think that quiz was asking? Um, what sort of gay you are? That quiz was asking which type of potato you are, and you are a mashed <laughs> potato. <laughs> a mashed potato! <laughs> okay, you so... You look like a mashed potato. <laughs> I would have said baked. Sorry, Martin. Please continue. <laughs> Potato, potato, potato. It's <laughs> so apt. Stephen, what, um, <laughs> what's your go-to breakfast? Cereal, pancakes, toast, waffles, eggs? Chicken nuggets. I don't eat breakfast. <laughs> um, cereal. Choose some lunch. Salad, sandwich, chicken noodle soup, burrito bowl, spaghetti, sushi. Sandwich. How about a snack? Cookies, sour worms, grapes, veggies with hummus, Doritos, and just coffee. Oh, Doritos. What's for dinner? Pasta, pizza, burgers, barbecue ribs, fried fries, and baked chicken. <laughs> baked chicken. Choose a dessert. Apple pie, sundae, macaroons, eggo waffle, tiramisu, Fruits. Oh, tiramisu. Italian. Choose a drink: beer, juice, water, wine, smoothie, or coke. Wine, because I like getting fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what do you think that quiz was about? That quiz was about getting me to eat more food. James, did you write it? Yeah, I did. (laughs) That Uh, quiz was no. Go on, sorry. I'm I'm going to guess that it's uh, what Harry Potter villain are you? Oh. You're not far off, actually. Uh, which Stranger Things character are you based on your food preferences? Oh, I was thinking that when I heard Ego. Ego, yeah, I'm, that was I'm, the giveaway. I'm going to guess Dustin. I'm going to guess Eleven. Well, no, because then you would have picked Egos. No, not necessarily. No, you definitely would have picked Egos if you're getting... You got I don't even know what they are. Mike. Oh, he's such an annoying little yeah, shit. He is. Dustin and Steve, they're the best. Dustin's the best. So lads, we really dive deep to get a better sense of you, and I feel that everyone's all the better for it now, especially if we know where James lands on the uh, number neighbour trend. <laughs> Any final number words? Number neighbour's grace. Um, thank you, Martin. You've been a wonderful interviewer. Mm. So, so like, I put so, so much effort into yeah. this. I feel yeah. like I've been, um, I've been on This Is Your Life. Well, just so you... S- well, no. <laughs> You're not on This Is Your Life. I need to bring that show back. Yeah. It's a nice show. Paul O'Grady could host it. Oh, fucking sick of him. Right, so boys, what are you coming for? What are you living for? Um, this week, I am coming for something. Shock horror. Shock You live an awful lot more than you come. You come for catfishing? I Well, uh, Jesus, I, I think I've well, already let's not, let's not take that let's up not again. Let's not get back to no. that road. We can go down that road again. Jesus that's Christ. Been, that's been put into room 101. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, no, so I'm, keep, I'm coming for weird things that keep you awake at night. So I... <laughs> <have> <laughs> 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 
so I, I like get weird fears of things like kind of like asteroids. They only develop or, at night. Yeah, okay. like asteroids or tsunamis or spontaneous combustion, and I will like literally not be able to sleep because I'll be so terrified. I so in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so what you should be coming for is anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like every so often I I will um, every so often, so it's been really quite quite warm the last uh, couple of weeks and, and it's, it's been ridiculously very hot at night. warm. And there was one particular evening where I was like, I had my duvet on, but I got like really, really warm. And then I got freaked out thinking about, like not thinking that I was spontaneously combusting, (laughs) but (laughs) about the concept of it. And then worrying that thinking about it would make it happen. And then sort of getting freaked out. And this is, this is something that happened. (laughs) Sorry, it's incredible. No, but (laughs) this is incredible. (laughs) But no, do you guys not have like weird things you um, get? You, uh... You sure you want this to go out to the public? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know, like, so, like, irrational stuff, like dying. Like, thinking I'm not going to wake up one, one morning, which I wouldn't know about. But, yeah, that's yeah. the only fear I'd have. Generally, like, if I'm lying awake at night stressing over something, it's either, like, work or, yeah, oh, shit, I said topic. something to someone that they took it the wrong way. Or, yeah, like, fucking tsunamis and com- spontaneous like, combustion. Like, like, James, come never on, there's g- more things to worry about in life. But, like, certain stuff you can definitely mark off. Tsunami's never going to happen in Dublin. No, you don't know that. The half of <laughs> this is exactly why this is exactly why I said so that half of the the Grand Canaria is going to fall into the sea, and it's going to be a mega tsunami, and it's going to hit. All, well, I mean, the south coast will be the the main hit, but and we what, still get it up in here. What use is it? To fucking my way thinking about it, like. Well, I don't actively decide to. Plus, Sometimes you, you sleep upstairs, so you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did actually say that because you'd get like this passionate thing. Because you always do this. You always have a process of we have why. To defend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like we figured it out. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. Um, I have read. Well, I used to have like a really uh, macabre sort of humor when I was a kid, where I used to read like horrific stories about people getting murdered and stuff. And spontaneous combustion. I do remember being a huge thing. And they literally are just like ash. Yeah. Nothing around them burns. Spontaneous combustion is a bit like um, quicksand. I mean, you're always scared of it when you're growing up, but it never fucking happens. Quicksand happens if you you panic. Don't panic. Where? I've literally seen, I read an article during the week in the Daily Mail of a girl in the UK who was stuck in in quicksand. She had to get like the fire brigade out. Oh no, but that's if you struggle. Like it's if, you, if you struggle, yeah. Where the it's fuck did she come across quicksand? That I thought that there, was fiction. There's quicksand uh, everywhere. I have, I have. Uh, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> there is though. I have. A quick, I've navigated thirty two years I of my life without encountering it. I have a quicksand story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, actually, I mean, if we, my... if we want, because because we we are we have the luxury of recording in Gormanson today, and my brother is here, so he as like a, as a, a quicksand survivor could join us briefly to tell his side of the <laughs> I story. I think that's going to be a bit odd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come in here quick and tell us about your quicksand, quicksand story. story. But no, so we, we we live next to a quarry, and in the quarry there was some there was like an area of kind of like I suppose quicksand. And when we were children, we I were can't believe Martin's it. head is blown. And when we were we were playing in it, and uh, my brother and one of my cousins sort did of, you know it was quicksand? Well, we knew it was sinky sand. We didn't realize, I suppose, that you were going to get so like trapped in it. So we but were sort of playing the horse from it. Never in the Story, like I mean. <laughs> <laughs> But so um, himself and my co- my cousin ended up getting sort of stuck in it, and then they got down to around their waist, and my mum had to go in in the jeep and say, like pull them out, throw a, a rope out to them, and they had to get pulled out. So this girl literally was stuck to her waist. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna lie awake. Lay awake. Yeah. <laughs> Quick sounds a thing. It Shit. is. Get into us. <laughs> Hope I'm not going to spontaneous combustion. <laughs> you won't know. Well, anyway, just find it very warm. True. What are you coming for? What are you living for? Um, I am coming for <laughs> in the moment decision making. <laughs> no, no, no. So I do, I do have. Um, a, yeah, um, it's a very, it's, it's, it's people that cut your hair that burst pimples at the same time. What? So Yours I've, or theirs? Mine. So I've... Three times I've gone to this barber. Who would you keep telling me to go to? Well, yeah. But the reason why I think he's doing it is because I actually think it's... I think it's... <laughs> Part of the service? I think he... Do you think he's, it's actually gratifying? I think he's doing it for gratification. And I kind of... And like... I mean... <laughs> getting in there. Literally... And he's done it the last three. So I've gone to him like 10 times. 
How much last... acne do you have? I don't have any. So I obviously... I'm, I'm like scanning his face. I can't see anything. Like... The back of my neck. So I would often, like if you've got an ingrown hair, you would guess yeah. a little bit of a pimple there. But he actively squeezes them. And he is... I'm not okay with that. Does he ask you? No, he doesn't ask me. But he's also, I, I don't actually understand him because he's a foreign gentleman. Um, but he just actively does it. And I, I, yeah, it's a bit freaky. I think he's doing it out of, though, like, I don't want to hurt you with the blade type of thing. So I'll do this before, but it's strange. So that's that what I'm coming for. grotesque. Yeah, no, I'm not okay with that. Not okay with that. It's but just you keep a, going back, though. Because he's so good at everything else. He's, like, the best I've ever been to, genuinely. He really does. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind doing that for me again? <laughs> but that's what I'm coming for. At the end of... Yeah. Barbers that invade your personal... I get my haircut in a chain in Dublin and uh, most of the time at the end of the thing they'll go, do you want tonic in your head? I'm like, yes, oh, I love every the time, tonic. Please. Every time. Yeah, I do love the tonic. So let's give you a little head massage. Yeah. Mm. Love it. This particular barber now would do that and he does the hot towel on your face and stuff oh, yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, he puts yeah. proper moisturizer on your whole face which is fabulous. I, I go to um, I go to a, a great barber guy. He's brilliant. He does a, he does a great job on my hair. Does he, does he pimple they fit, pop? They finish your beard trimmers, do they? They they do they do my beard trims and they they do the whole they, they do the whole the whole way through yeah yeah what what, what? Well, no, they back don't, yeah they don't stop halfway through oh fuck off <laughs> <laughs> okay oh god I never told that story and I never yeah. will yeah well there you go mystery <laughs> maybe we'll get it on the drunk episode. Do we have any iTunes reviews? We do. We have a lovely um, super fan shout out to Sassy Sparkles 630. Really entertaining. Five stars. Listens to this while walking to work, having and laughed a lot. Had to pretend I was having a coughing fit. Wow. I've heard that from a lot of people comment. about how they can't listen. Um, when, That's cool. I also appreciate how you went from third person to first person. I, I like to keep mm. it fresh, you know? Mm. You keep know. it funky. Yeah, keep it funky, yeah. keep it fresh. Thank you for the review. Woo! Sassy Sparkle 6 If you want your super fan shout out, leave us a review. Do it. Do it. Do it now, right now, as you hear. You hear? Yeah, here. Leave us a review. <laughs> leave us a review, you hear. <laughs> you hear it here yeah, first. Yeah. Don't forget you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Big Gay Bucket List or follow us on our slightly less active Twitter at Bucket List Big. Lastly, you can email us to let us know what you think of the show to BigGayBucketList at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, please spread the word and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. And please leave us a review uh, for a super fan shout out. So, so, so important. Absolutely. So, finally, just thank you to the lads for answering my questions and thank you to everyone for listening to the Big Gay Bucket List. Bucket List. Ow!